It's Tuesday. It's time for some Call Me Tim slash the AltaCast slash whatever, you know. Uh, Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, is on a plane coming home right now from the state of misery. where We had a, we had a call last week from old Dumpface himself. That was cool. Steve Poggi out there last week. I had a great conversation with him. Hopefully next week, the Sheriff of Truth will be back in studio as she is coming back to town. We have a couple more podcasts left of this year. But hey, don't fret. Just because the doors are closing at Mutiny Radio storefront doesn't mean we're not doing Mutiny Radio. All of our podcasts will be available in perpetuity on our website. Uh, The past 10 years of podcasts are all there. You can listen to all of them and have memories and listen to great music and people doing comedy and all kinds of stuff. So I'm actually going to play a really old AltaCast from this date in 2016. So this is a November 29th, 2016 AltaCast with myself and the Sheriff of Truth. And this is back when we were getting, we had all the submissions for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival when we used to do that the first week of March. And so we were listening to those and critiquing them. So that's going to be a lot of fun to listen to for y'all. And thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. Again, just because the storefront's closing doesn't mean we're not doing everything Mutiny Radio. We're still going to have all of our podcasts available on our index, on our website, and we're also going to be running open mics at different venues in San Francisco. So Sundays at Barbary Coast, 5.30, the Danker Side of Comedy with Dakota Price. Go check that out. What a great show. Mondays, Joke Workshop will be moved to gallery Orama on Polk Street, thanks to Katie Petro and Julian Barber of gallery Orama That will be run by Mark Neuer. Tuesdays will still be at OMG at 6 o'clock. Varying hosts running that every week. Wednesday, Lauren Kraut will be taking over Mars Bar at 7 o'clock. What a great show that is every week. Drink ticket giveaways and wing specials and great comedians. Thursdays, with Damon Bell, the best bartender in San Francisco at the bar on Dolores, starting at 8 o'clock or after any sports game that's important. (laughs) We start after there at bar on Dolores. And then we'll be doing Saturdays at Atlas Cafe, 2 o'clock with Spencer Devine. So fantastic. But we're still here at the Mutiny Radio storefront on 278 121st Street until December 31st, Mondays and Fridays at 6 o'clock for Joke Workshop, and for Happy Hour. So thank you, everybody, for coming to those shows as comedians and as audience. Come hang out with your friends from Mutiny Radio. All right, well, please enjoy this old podcast, and we'll be back next week with a new one here on mutinyradio.fm in .sf. Hey everybody, this is the AltaCast on MutinyRadio.fm. It is Wednesday, November 30th. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I'm joined with the lovely, the amazing LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth Wind. Hello, She's Pamela. back. She's I'm back. Black, black on this nice, cold, rainy day. Yeah. It's good. It, the washing of the streets is nice. The 
washing of evil. The washing, the washing <laughs> of evil. So much evil, so Psych. little time. Uh, today on the AltaCast, we have live band Physical Graffiti. They're going to be playing, I believe they're a cover band of Led Zeppelin because that was one of their albums back in the day. Was 1974. Physical, 74, Physical Graffiti. They're going to be playing on the 23rd of December at Slim's with Chick Jagger. And another band, I can tell you the other band. Uh, Chick Jagger and Physical Graffiti and Alice Cooper Tribute. Malice Cooper. <laughs> These are some dope names. So rad. So they're going to be playing in the second hour, but the first hour, it's that time of year again. Da, 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 da. It's time of year. Submission time. Uh, for the Mutiny Radio Comedy <laughs> Festival 2017, there's been a mad rush, so we're gonna we're gonna watch some of them and see what happens. This is Mike Jervin. He's Bay Area residence. Uh, Mike Jervin moved to the Bay Area in 2016 from Denver, where he was a regular at the prestigious Comedy Works. He's toured all of the United States and has performed at Red Rocks Amphitheater as part of the Film on the Rocks series. All right. Let's see if he's Let's funny. see what's going on. This is his thing from the Comedy Works. I do not have kids myself. I've been married a few years. People are like, hey, you guys gonna have kids? When are you guys gonna have kids? And our answer is basically, we like how things are now. We like to travel, go to concerts, stay out late, that sort of thing. People are like, well, that's sort of a selfish attitude. Not if you don't have kids. <laughs> okay. Gotta be sure you want kids, right? Can't just think you want them. I have a closet full of stuff I thought I wanted. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting less from the audience. Like, I was positive I wanted to learn how to play guitar, and then I finally got one. Within a month, that thing's in the closet gathering dust. So I don't want to think I want kids. Get a year into it and be like, you know what? Not as entertaining as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Stick them in a closet, forget about them for nine years. Then one day I'm looking for a frisbee. Oh man, there's that kid. <laughs> he's just sitting there strumming the guitar. <laughs> Looks up, he's like, hola papa, como esta? <laughs> oh man, you were listening to Rosetta Stone CDs, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Dad didn't make it through those. Actually, somebody complained to me once. She said, I don't like that joke. I think it's sad. I said, well, yeah, it is sad. Not for the reason that you think, though. Sad part of that joke is not a little kid being left in the closet for nine years. It's um, me in my 40s looking for a Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he moves on. He made me laugh like six times, so that counts. I mean, in, in, you know, he did it in a minute 37. He might, he might be a super winner on that one. Very Tim Allen-ish. Dad joke. Re- well, yeah, but really, like, like, professional, you know? Oh, no, polish. Polish. That's what I mean, yeah. polish. All right. Uh, the next one, she didn't uh, She didn't give us a video, but she's local, and I've seen all of her work, so it doesn't make sense. Oh, here we go. Isaac Pendergrass. Uh, he is from Sherwood, Oregon. Let's check out Mr. Pendergrass. Uh he says, a product of the South, Isaac believes that good comedy and good food share the same secret. They have to cook slowly. And when it's done properly, properly, it's as good for you as it tastes. All right, a little cheesy, but we'll go with it. Here we go. Isaac. 
Make us laugh, Isaac Pendergrass. Oh, what helium comedy. Helium is great up in um, Oregon. It's oh. I think that's Amy Miller hosting. Yay, she's getting famous. Oh, look, he's black. That's cool. <laughs> it is. All right. Hope I don't end that for you. I want to talk about religion a little bit tonight. At least, at least my religion, uh, Christianity. I, I never quite understood why we showed up at God's house once a week and waited for him to come home. <laughs> starting to believe that uh, maybe maybe God's avoiding us. Maybe, maybe we are like uh, God's Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> and every time we come over, he pretends he's not home. <laughs> right, he, I'm sorry, he, she, whatever you like. If, if, if it's a he, at best, he's a statutory rapist. <laughs> She was young. Come on. Uh, if she's a if she's a woman and she's a lesbian as well, um, I, I kind of like that though. So yeah, I think that kind of works. He's really subdued, but anyway, uh, when I was when I was just a little fella, I uh, people some some people considered me uh, kind of nerdy, um, and by some people I mean all girls. <laughs> So that being the case, you can understand that the first time I heard the term Black Lives Matter, I was really excited because I thought finally some racially biased scientific genius has isolated the compounds that black lives consist of. <laughs> nice. treehouse. <laughs> but anyway, uh, needless to say, I was extremely disappointed when I found out what it was really about. <laughs> yeah, it had nothing to do with science. <laughs> yeah. but, but moving on. Uh, but, you know, if, if we could just Let's just pretend that it did mean what I thought it meant. If, if that were true, wouldn't that make policemen, black lives, anti-matter? Nice. You know, that's not, that's not fair because all policemen are not bad. In, in fact, just recently I was stopped uh, doing a 51 and a 35. And I, I, we both knew I was completely wrong. So as the policeman walked up to my vehicle, I took that time to take one last look at my will. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to change my underwear. 
What do you What do you think? Uh, that's good. I think I like it. I like his shtick. I really do. I'm gonna put him. I mean, we're still. It's like the yes pile that then moves on to we get more. I mean, that matter joke. That's dope. It's so funny. It's <laughs> so funny. And uh, he was the only problem I have with him is that. I wished he was going a little faster, but I think that that is just... I think that's his flow. That is his flow, and, and it's my specific bias, just because I'm like a high-energy comic myself. You don't say. So I usually like it when they, you know, move along. I felt like he could have gotten to the punchline more quickly, but it was still super funny. Uh, this is John Hickey. John Hickey is a stand-up comedian and writer from Chicago who now resides on the West Coast. He can be seen performing at Cobb's. Zane's Comedy Club in Chicago. His work has been published in the Chicago Tribune as uh, a number of top humor websites. All right. Okay, let's see what happens here. John Hickey. Do I know this guy? But I don't know. It's like it's too vanilla. I, but maybe that's because it's for cops in the. 
I think it's potential. Potential. I mean... <laughs> it's I, hard for you to swallow. It's... I just... I, we gotta be tough, you know? Like, and I... I like the okay, fact you said vanilla. It's just super vanilla. <laughs> uh, and it, it you just... You got no flavor? Well, yeah, and I was trying... And it just... But I guess... It's at Cobb's, so I'm supposed to be impressed, but like that doesn't mean anything. It could have been a bringer show, and he wasn't getting a lot of laughs, and certainly wasn't making me laugh, so I don't know. I it was giving her a little bit of a facial Oh, expression. this is Ian Levy, and this is him at Brainwash. I mean, subtitle dreams. I like that joke because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't offend anyone. It's true. I, I want to do, like, political stuff, but it's hard. It's hard to, like, I'm, I'm a liberal guy, right? I'm a liberal stretch, and it's hard being liberal, right? And it's so hard being liberal. It's just hard to be right all the time. I'm just, I'm just never wrong about anything, you know? Like, I know what to eat. I know what to breathe. I know if you vote for anyone other than Bernie Sanders in the primary, you're the moral equivalent of Draco Malfoy. He appeals to Nickelback. Like, that's... Tony on that one. tries really hard and I appreciate all of his efforts. This is an out-of-towner. This is from Connecticut. Oh, right. East Bob Coast. Al Held. 
Bob Al Held. Bob, all right, Bob L. Held. Let's see what's going on. Or Bob L. Held, B.A. Held, performing at the Funny Bone. muscular dystrophy and there's a person sitting next to him and she's holding the microphone up to his face and and it it was it is funny and I don't know what I'm gonna do with it and I'm wondering if how traveling would be and all that and so I don't know I'm putting that in an I don't even know what to do with it pile all right we are moving along to Jeffrey Rennie from Mountain View. All right. Here we go. From, uh... Oh, that's Ashton Tate hosting. I don't know if he's a Target guy or a Costco guy, but I do know he's a hilarious guy, so please make it loud for Jeff Rennie! 
difficult because he's in a wheelchair so I'm like ah but then I'm like it's hard to hear him and I'm like will his material all be about that and I'm like but I want to be inclusive but oh I like his you voice know, um, no I don't have this an issue is with the guy from he's like kind of because I took a shower on Saturday yeah <laughs> all right that's five days ago if you can't do the math I think that table is a little slow so I'm unclean but I take Caltrain home back here from San Francisco all the time and one night there was this beautiful woman sitting on Caltrain across from me. She's like dressed. She's coming home from a night on the town. She's got a black dress and pearls on. Uh, and I'm sitting there. I start smelling some B.O. And it's coming from her. I don't know. Maybe she's French. <laughs> and they, they smell. It's cool. Um, because there's, there's something about the smell of a stinky woman's armpit that I find very sexy. Very sexy. I do. I don't know why. Uh, so... He, <laughs> you didn't even let it finish. I, I'm just you, not you even... Just this, is, this is Lee Perrin. Here we go. Which is a funny name. I gotta tell you guys, I think the, uh, the biggest problem in my life right now is how uh, immature I am for my age. Uh, the issue is I'm about to be 40 in like 12 years. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> guys, but I, even at my age, my favorite thing is Batman. Any other Batman fans in here? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's the best. I'm so excited for this movie that just came out. Haven't seen it yet, uh, but I hear Superman's in it. Ugh, the worst. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited to see it. So uh, I watched all the recent Superman movies to get caught up on Superman's like backstory and his weaknesses. Found out real quick, Superman's greatest weakness is a uh, decent movie script. <laughs> Guess they uh, call it script tonight in the biz? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I did a comedy competition a lot like this a couple weeks ago. It was a lot of fun. It went really well. Re really good crowd like yourselves. Um, but alas, I didn't advance. Uh, so what I did is I snuck out a little early, you know, to avoid any awkward situations. And in the parking lot on my way to the car, uh, the sweet little old lady, she makes eye contact with me. And she gets my attention and she goes, hey, you were really funny. And I go, thank you, that's very sweet. And she goes, no, 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 come here. So I stop walking, I go over to her. I lean down, I look in her sweet little old lady eyes, and she looks up at me and she goes, hey, don't kill yourself tonight. 
shit. <laughs> like, I wasn't gonna. <laughs> but thanks for putting that little magic bean in my head for the solo hour drive home. <laughs> Great. <laughs> As somebody was stand up for a little while, if I thought about suicide every time this didn't go my way, I'd be so fucking dead right now. <laughs> I would be the deadest, not like Jesus dead. I mean like dead for real. If I had to choose though, I'd probably be weakened if Bernie's dead, right? You're real dead, but you're still fun, you know? Hey. Still having a good time. Uh, man, I'll tell you, I, uh, I did a show a couple nights ago. It was, uh, it was a really good time. After I got off stage, the host came up to me in the back of the room. Uh, she comes up to me and she goes, Hey, have a good set. I didn't understand her. He didn't understand her either. What I thought she said was, "Hey, uh, do you want to have sex?" <laughs> yeah. I've learned uh, through my life. Uh, go ahead, confirm that one. <laughs> Make sure you know what the, what's going on there. Uh, I got this, guy. So what I do is I uh, I lean in and I say, uh, "What?" And then she looks back at me and she goes, "What?" And now we're in a confusion vortex. <laughs> I don't know how we're getting out. <laughs> got real weird. <laughs> Uh, I got this, guys. I'm, I'm real quick on my feet. What I do now, uh, I make a plan. What I'm going to do is I'm going to lean in, I'm going to tap her on the shoulder, and I'm going to say, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Could you repeat yourself? Makes sense. So what I do is I lean in, I tap her on her shoulder, and she flinches away from me <laughs> like I'm some sort of creepy guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was more awkward in that moment than it is in here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Told you guys, I'm quick on my feet. I solve this problem. What I do next is I uh, lick my hand, I rub it on her shoulder, and say, I like my women moist. <laughs> <laughs> then I taste my hand and said, You taste different when you're awake. <laughs> yeah. I've learned a lot of hard lessons in stand up comedy. <laughs> Uh, probably the most important one I've learned is never ask the audience a question uh, expecting a positive response. <laughs> uh, you're probably just going to get the truth. <laughs> Example of this, uh, I was talking to my buddy the other day, and I go, hey man, uh, stand-up's not going so well. I'm thinking about giving it up. What do you think? And he goes, yeah man, go with your gut. <laughs> you got really solid instincts. <laughs> uh, another rule I've learned in comedy is always punch up. You guys heard this before, always punch up. That means always make fun of people in a higher status than you. Never make fun of the less fortunate. Uh, but I find as a straight white male, whenever I punch up, just hit myself right in the face. <laughs> right in my perfectly square jaw, guys. <laughs> Maybe the audience isn't drunk yet. tell you a sad story. Uh, I was dating this girl. I liked her a lot. She was really smart, really progressive. She was amazing. Uh, where I messed up is I, uh, I introduced her to my family, <laughs> uh, specifically my grandfather. My grandfather's an old school guy. They get through the obligatory old guy political conversation, but then they get on the topic of feminism. My grandfather, with all his wisdom, he starts in with, listen here. Listen here, little lady. I've literally been a supporter of feminism uh, my entire life. Uh, but I think feminism has been on the decline uh, ever since we let you chicks take it over. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> 
She was smart. She counted with facts, figures, and information. Uh, he counted with, you listen here, sugar tits. Yikes. Yeah, she ran away quicker than my hairline at 24. <laughs> She's gone. But this is what I need you, hairline. Why would you leave me at the most important time of my life? Why would you leave me at the most important time? But I guess it's hereditary, you know? Um, by that, my father left me at the most important time of my life, so... Okay. Uh, okay, uh, talk to me. So, the intro was very, very... I think he had his highest points at the intro. Yeah. Then it started going down south after he started talking about his old-school grandfather. I got bored. Right, I know. I just... I, I wanted him to... I think I might have to go in and move him from one category to the other. I, I just, he seemed so um, polished, you know? Yeah. I think his and high point so, was definitely in the beginning. And, and it's such a cool, uh, I'm just like, oh. Pam's disappointed. I, yeah, I'm like, I, wa I wanted him to be something that, also, I, I like, but we've got to be, we've, we've got to be, uh, I mean, we've got to, like, be, be hardcore. We've yes. got to be hardcore because there's only there's only like 33 to 35 people that get three shows a piece, and then there's 17 people that get one show a piece. So I mean, we've got to be really like picky. This is Colmank Cox. Colmank. That is interesting. <laughs> Col oh, Coleman Cox. Coleman C. Cox. You must have just put it. Coleman sees Cox. He's um, been doing stand-up for over five years and is doing very well for himself. He's toured across the Midwest as part of the self-medicated summer tour. He's open for bands, improv troops, and is annoyed that Microsoft keeps changing improv to improve. I agree, sir. That pisses me off, too. That's really funny. All right. Coleman Cox. Hey, Cox. He made me laugh in his bio. Are they tough girls? It's hard these days to find a girl that'll be, I like, I'll go up to a girl at a biker bar, and I'll just be like, hey girl, wanna ride my hog? She follows me outside, there's just a pig sitting there. She starts freaking out, you know, she's like, are we supposed to ride the pig? Or I just start laughing, because clearly the pig cannot support two people. Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor. It lets you know I'm interested, but I'm not ready to commit. <laughs> and I ride the pig out of the parking lot and back two legs. It's called a squealie. <laughs> Shorts on, and they were, you know, 
uh, short, and I saw her jogging out one, roll down my window and be like, hey, girls, uh, you're beautiful. I want to put stuff inside you. I was going back, she went to her the second part. The point is, she caught me looking at her, you know, and I was so embarrassed. I didn't want her to think I was looking at her, so I hit her with my car. <laughs> We've been dating for about two weeks now. In my basement. <laughs> Look, don't, don't be weird, all right? It's going good, but she's really clingy, you know, like, to life. And <laughs> I've been thinking about all the girls I've dated so far, like all my past girlfriends, you know, one thing I've noticed, they're all completely covered in skin. Right? <laughs> Until we break up, people change. Uh, oh, you know how you can't kidnap people? Like, that's not even almost legal, right? It's not like we, like, Pe like People in the audience are really laughing. Like, it's legal in Colorado. <laughs> are they his friends? Are they, are you, you're, like, Latoya's giving us frowny faces. Yeah. But people do all the time, right? Not with uh, people, but with, like, pets. It's called rescuing. Kidnapping a girl outside. You couldn't do that with a kid. You couldn't take a kid to a house with better air conditioning. Hey, rescued. Better school distance. Do, do I just not? Do I just not get it? Because he's getting tons of laughs from the crowd. They might be his friends. Do you think? <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, he's getting. Well, the rule is one of us has to laugh, and neither of us have. I'm yet. frowning. So that I mean. I mean, it, it, you have to realize other. You know, people find other things funny. Right. I did not find him funny. <laughs> uh, this is Tanya Nascimento, which yes, I love a her name. Finally, there was a girl I knew in uh, college named something else Nascimento. She was. Uh, I'm trying to remember what her name is. I can't. But uh, here's Tanya Nascimento live at Cold Town. I don't know what Cold Town is, but uh, sweet. She's fantastic. She's funny. Give it up for Tanya Nascimento. Yay. I love the host already. Oh, she's so tiny. I love her. Hello, everyone. Give it up for your host, Karina Magyar. <laughs> and give it up for your other hosts, um, Sam Harder, even though he just got fired, I guess. Give it up for him, though. Yeah. Great dude. All right. Um, I'm going to start off by telling you guys, I read this guy's Facebook status the other day, and it said, the only difference between being creepy and being romantic is whether someone likes you back or not. <laughs> and I don't think that's true. Because, like, I don't care how hot a guy is. If he writes his name with blood on my car... I'm always going to find that romantic, <laughs> no matter what. Um, wait, I have to figure out how to... Eh. Um, I uh, use this birth control called the Nuvering. <laughs> it's a pretty great method of birth control. It's this little plastic ring. 
and uh, you shove it in your vagina, and then you forget about it for three weeks. And it's a lot of fun. Every time I have sex with a new guy, he's like, oh, what's that? And then I get to be like, surprise, I'm actually made of plastic. (laughs) I'm a sexy mannequin. You had no idea. Um, For this next joke, I need you guys to pretend that I wear glasses still. I used to wear glasses, but I stopped wearing them because I got contacts. So I'm going to do this. I don't know if that helps. All right, so this guy catcalled me the other day. And he yelled out, I like smart chicks. And so I yelled back, joke's on you, I'm dumb. (laughs) I put all my money into Bitcoin. (laughs) I I read this other thing on the internet that said it's a really, it's a good sign of good mental health if you take care of the way you look and the way you smell, like your appearance and your hygiene. And so I always wonder what it says about me that I use quesadilla grease as a moisturizer. (laughs) (laughs) Quesadilla grease. I read this other thing on the internet, and it was like an argument over where you should wear your blush. Like some people think it's like the high cheekbone, some think it's like the middle cheekbone, and I know everyone wants my opinion on this very hot button issue. (laughs) So I'm gonna give it to you guys. I don't don't think it matters where you wear blush, as long as your blush is made out of the blood of the last guy that talked over you. (laughs) War paint. Um, I work at an STD clinic, um, slash birth control clinic, slash abortion clinic. It's kind of famous, so I can't say the name. But um, I've learned a lot. Like, I learned a lot of statistics there. Like, did y'all know that 90% of people have herpes? Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's something I tell people who have herpes to make them feel better about <laughs> the fact that they have herpes. <laughs> but, like, if you think about that statistic, everyone in this room has herpes, and then, like, three of you live in your parents' basements. <laughs> <laughs> That's how math works. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I work there. It's a lot of fun. I get to educate people on how to be, like, sexually healthy, you know? So I'll be telling them, you know, always wear a condom because it pre- prevents STDs. Um, and then if you're going to do it in the butt, make sure you use a lot of lube because then if you don't, it'll, they'll be tearing, and then it'll, your butthole will be STD city. No one wants that. And uh, also, if you're going to do it in the butt, always wear a condom, because again, STD city. And then my boyfriend will always turn to me and be like, Tony, I'm not even horny anymore. <laughs> she's, we've laughed out loud enough times to know where she's going. Thank you. Uh, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, nice lady, Tanya Nascimento out of Texas. Uh, here we go. Moving on. Edward Smith. With a Y. Edward Smythe. Edward Smythe, let's see. You make us laugh here on the AltaCast for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Kazoo. Way down woman, you need a. Zeppelin. Zeppelin, yeah, it's like the Zeppelin. <laughs> Irony. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I I think it's it's totally unique. I, but I I liked it. It's kind of like a throwback comedy to like sort of Robin Williams ish, you know. I mean, I I got the cold joke. He could have did something more with it rather than just coughing and coughing because I thought that was funny. Hence the fact that the cold does to you. But I was entertained at least. I think he needs to be a little bit more polished and there needs to be but more of a punch. The question line. is like, can he do other things like real comedy? Like not just everything's a bit, 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 bit. Um, so I don't know. I'll, I'll, we'll I look at him again. it's a form of comedy though. Bits. It's not just about jokes. But I think he needs to polish up on the punchline. Right, the thing, right. You know. 
It's so hard because you want to like everybody. This is uh, no, Eric don't Escobar, wanna, don't Escobar like from last year. He was actually in. Uh, he was in the 2016 New Year Comedy Festival. So let's see. This is him in the Idaho Laugh Fest 2015. This is probably the same one from last year. Eric Escobar. He's from L.A. He's from L.A. Set with his eyes closed. Did you guys like that? <laughs> hey. Focus! Oh my god. I've been watching you guys. You're a great crowd, but I've already picked out my favorite audience member. It's this guy right here. Man, because this guy doesn't laugh at jokes, he just gives like nods of approval to everything. <laughs> People are telling their jokes, and you're just like. <laughs> jokes that he didn't like, he would give like a death stare to every comic, he would just be like... <laughs> he's being topical, like he's being in the moment, which is great. He's got, you know, he's he's really he's big, great, he's riffing with uh, them. I'm so excited to be here, man. Uh, I'm from Los good. Angeles, and uh, the night before I left, someone got shot right outside my apartment. And I was freaking out, because it was the first time... I've ever used a gun. <laughs> Absolutely horrific. And I came into town, and I love Boise. You guys are crazy. Like, this guy came up to me as soon as I came in, and he asked me this loaded question. He was like, yo, man, are you pro-gay? I was like, whoa, I'm not even amateur gay. <laughs> Alright, next. I already know he's where he's moves on because he was here for last year. Uh, this is it said Keith Keith Vance. Here we go. Oh, it kills me when they could have. Okay, here he goes. Now he's come out. Dancing, dancing, using the stage, working with a live band. What's happening? Big, happy the crowd. He's from Georgia. This big audience. Hyping up the crowd, hyping up the crowd. And I'm gonna let you know a few stories of my life. My name is Keith Vance, and I'm 34. 
Uh-oh, we've got a laugher in the audience. That crazy bitch in the front. Cackling for no reason. Not even on a punchline, baby. I'm a little kid. In the face. But in my ID and shit, they're like, man, you grown as hell. Keep moving. Get your old ass out of the way. I realized I was old when I was, like, looking for coupons. <laughs> I got a coupon. I was like, hey, I'm going to say 32 cents. Let's go. Because 32 cents is a lot, man. And times is, times is so hard these days, y'all, that when you eat ramen noodles, and you're like, damn, that was good. Did I know? <laughs> you realize that you're poor as shit. Like, when, you're, when ramen noodles is good, like, when you sit back, like, who was that chicken? We had chicken tonight. That was chicken. Well, I tell you, hey, put some on it. And I'm telling you, man, and that's when I realized, man, I got to start setting my alarm a little bit early. Now, I'm a grass specialist, y'all. <laughs> now, I know a lot of y'all look at me like what you sell weed. No, I don't sell weed. I treat grass. I'm talking about zoysia, fescue, Bermuda. <laughs> You look like you got some Bermuda grass. You're like a motherfucker that water his grass. Me and you ain't watering shit like that. I be showing up to people that like, I'll tell you, like in my route every day, I wake up every day and I do my thing and people will lie to my face. And I, okay, let's fast forward a little bit. <laughs> but I'm really happy that I had my children as young as I did because- these kids. What I just realized tonight, talking with some other comics tonight, a lot of funny people in here, but, um, they said, Keith, you can literally be like a grandfather, like soon. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm like, I my daughter is about to be 18 January 10th. So Whoa, like, and he's 34? Do the math on that. 16? <laughs> wow. God damn. Wow. <laughs> you know? So in reality, within the next, you know, Lord, please, Jesus. Please, Jesus. Within the next five to 40 years. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Latina? I'm Not bored. <laughs> I know. I am too, but like he's the, so he, good with the audience His the energy was great. He had high energy, and I like the way he came in. I did too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move Put him, him in on. Possible. Just, right, exactly. This is the last, probably the last. We, we might get two more in today, and then, guys, stay tuned here. Physical Graffiti is going to play live. They are going to play live, actually, at Slim's. <laughs> with a bunch of other awesome cover bands on December 23rd. And we're going to get to them live in just a minute. We have a couple more that we're going through. Here we go. This is Tony Lewis. Oh, from the same people. Oh, wow. And they can't seem to, like, oh. Okay, wait a minute. Oh, no, 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 that's the same one. I'm confused. Sorry, I'm like, that was crazy. What happened there? Uh, copy, please. Sorry, te technical, technical difficulties. difficulties. Sorry about that. Uh, paste and okay. This On is the, next one. the porch. Oh, the, nope, this doesn't make sense. This says the porch strikes back. That doesn't even make any sense. Oh, Lord. I, my name is Tony Lewis, and I'm a Pacific Northwest best comedian. I make jokes about LSD, my child poop, <laughs> pop cultures, and what have you. Okay. But then right, what is this? We're going to be starting here pretty soon. So I just want to give you guys a heads up that uh, we're going to be starting uh, the comedy show here. One minute. One minute. Everybody's got one minute. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like how they avoided the question. Yeah. 
and uh, all our comics. Let's thank all those guys. I, I think I said that earlier, but you know, I'm high, so. God damn That's a girl. Yeah, throw the phone. Comedy, comedy. Uh, this person sucks because they. Oh, here we go. So, uh, I recently found out that uh, one of my friends is a juggalo. <laughs> oh, and uh, if you don't know what a juggalo is, oh, no. It, it's somebody who listens to the band called Insane Clown Posse. See, I don't even know if this and is him. It's not their, that bad, but their fans are just. This is one of your pet peeves. It's like. Yeah. I am at one, like one ten minutes on YouTube. I performed at Vomiting Olympia with Pam one time and went and ate waffles at the Reef with her and a bunch of comedians. Uh -oh. So I guess I met him. Like, you can nuke any school's GPA with just like a couple of juggalos. And I found out my friend was like going to see their show and it's kind of like finding out your friend's like a terrorist. You're just like, oh my god. You're like the worst person in the world. It's like, it's like ISIS and Juggalos. <laughs> like you know how when they bust a meth lab, and they have to like bulldoze the house and just tear up the topsoil. Yeah, that's not because of the methamphetamines. It's just Juggalo urine. <laughs> darker? Should we go darker? Yeah. All right. <laughs> So uh, I was looking at porn the other night. <laughs> unless, unless this is this like guy. Every time you'd see this one, is one ten in. Asking the people working there. Uh, uh, I, I, I smell no, I feel, I don't know. That's my Australian comedy, but they keep introducing ah, comedy. I just want to know if it's him or not. Okay, wait, here we go. Here we go. Tony Lou. Okay, fa we found it. All right, we found it. Please don't send videos like this. Yeah, I know. Don't make us fast forward. What is up, folks? This isn't very loud, but we'll work with it. Work with I remember him. He was really funny back when we hung out I in Olympia. I need a cigarette first because I can do that. Like it's the 80s. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to, uh, now that I got a cigarette, I can do an impression I just thought of. <laughs> this is my 80s. New Jersey comedian that is trying to be an insult comedian but just can't make it. Hey, look at this couple over here. They sure look happy, don't they? Oh! Oh, God. <laughs> look at this girl over here. She probably has a great relationship with her grandmother. Gotcha, boom! <laughs> People are always like, Tony, why don't you quit smoking? It's 2016. Have a vape pin. I'm not going to smoke your Doctor Who smoking accessory bullshit, all right? <laughs> I'm like one of those hipsters that won't get rid of vinyl. I'm just like, the cancer's just so much purer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, this is, we want to get one more in today. This is a Leroy Abweg. Leroy Abby, am I Ab saying right? Abby. Sure. Okay, Leroy, thank you. Art Bootkitki. Well, whoever this toast is, he sucks. Leroy, <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Got it. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to leave this here. <laughs> All right. Who came out here for some good music? <laughs> It's always 
cool when you go to like a comedy show and you get good music. I love that. It's a nice little surprise, but it's kind of weird when you come out for good music and you get like a guy telling dick jokes. <laughs> like, I didn't come here for that. It's, a, it's weird. Like, weird is lively and now it's me. Um, I know, I'm dressed like the Craigslist killer. I like to go with um, themes from my outfits every day because I'm kind of into fashion. Not really. Um, but I'm finding a lot about myself, actually. Um, I really want to be healthy. That's, that's a goal of mine. And we'll let him try to get through his first punchline here. And it's only because I don't want to go. And a lot of friends are like, hey, why don't you get one of those apps to help you out? Every time you uh, don't work out or you miss a workout that you scheduled, they take money out of your account and they give it to charity. Sounds like a good idea for like dumbasses because I don't think it's going to work for me, particularly because I, I would use that to rationalize not going to the gym. I'm doing this for Two minutes in, no laughs. Sorry, buddy. I was falling asleep. Yeah, wow, I know. And we've got this amazing band with us. So like, Yay. what are we wasting Next our time segment. with on... Uh, on that crazy bullshit. Uh, all right. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much, LaToya, for going through that and giving your awesome opinion. I know I you've try. seen so much comedy and improv and all and kinds shit. of things that you are wonderful <laughs> to let us put you through this. Uh, submissions are open until this Friday, December 2nd, for only $5, and then they'll still be open, but I'm raising it to 10 Ha, ha, ha. Got to pay the bills. Until, yeah, I got to pay the bills. Uh, until December 15th. So if you guys don't make the $5 cover, uh, you can hit the 10 and we'll just watch them later. But right now, we have physical graffiti with us in the studio. Yay! Yay. You guys want to talk and say something? and Words. Say hello to other people and, and all that fun stuff. You kind of look like Sammy Hagar. <laughs> like, Thank you so much. Yes. That's exactly what I was trying for. Is it? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> hello, everybody. Welcome to Mutiny Radio. We're physical graffiti. Is there anything you guys want to tell us uh, about the band? How long have you been together? Is there, are there more people in the band? You just, you're scaled down today? We've been together for a few years. We're scaled down today. It's just me and Patrick here. Um, no drummer, no Bonham, no JPJ. We're just going to do a few tunes, just guitar and vocals. Sweet. Nice. And, and people will be able to see the entire band at Slim's on December 23rd with Chick Jagger and Malice Cooper and more. And it is a uh, benefit for Glide Memorial Church. So exciting, exciting stuff. And um, if you guys want to start Jam it up, out. here we are. Welcome to Mutiny Radio. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. So can you hear us? I got a woman stay 
I'm a street corner girl I got a woman want a ball all day Yeah, I do I got a woman She won't be true, no I got a woman Stay drunk all the time Yeah I said I got a little woman And she won't be true In the bars with the men Who play guitars, singing, drinking She ball around all the time. Only one thing for me to do, pack up my bags and get on my way. I gotta worry about a woman what I thought was mine. And I'm gonna leave her where the guitars play. I got a woman want a ball all day, yeah. I do. I got a woman, she won't. so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Nice to see you, by the way, Pam. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Great. Yes. This is awesome. Uh, how many, like, um, how long have you guys been together as a band? Um, well, you asked that. Uh, just about a year and a half we've been playing oh, with Patrick. that's not very long at all. Wow. Yeah. yeah awesome. We, we had a couple other iterations where we played a bit, but we've been playing a lot more the last year and a half with Patrick here as, their, as our front man. And you guys just, you, you love uh, Led Zeppelin so much, you were just like, we gotta, this is a, you know, or what was the impetus behind coming together? Just rad music, you've always wanted to play it and sing it. I, I, I think you kind of nailed it right there. I mean, <laughs> I, I love singing Led Zeppelin. I, I get to sing a lot of things, I'm, I'm blessed that way, but it's my favorite, you know, favorite songwriter, favorite singer to, to emulate and, and, and do the songs. I mean, I love all Zeppelin songs. And awesome. So, uh, Channeling your inner Robert Plant. Yeah. <laughs> and we like, we like to shout out, shout out to Christine. Um, she's with Chick Jagger. She's going to be headlining the show on the 23rd. Awesome. The benefit for Glide Memorial at Slims. And also Malice Cooper will be there. Yeah. yeah. Awesome stuff. All right, more tunes. And Amelia Ray. Amelia Ray. You have to catch oh, her, Oh, that's too. my girl. Yeah, Amelia. she's beautiful she's in awesome. every way. Yeah. You too? 
Um, you want us to do another song? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. We actually don't perform this one as a band, but. We thought it would work without We're thinking about doing it, so this will be our first shot. Sorry, guys. They're not here. By the way, we'd like to shout out to Brad and Anthony, the, the, the drummer and uh, bass player. Awesome. I 
gotta go away from this place I got to quit you, yeah, oh yeah Oh, yeah Baby, baby Baby, baby Baby, baby Baby, baby Baby, baby Don't you even call me woman When, when, when used to do Don't you hear it calling me I said that's when I hear it calling me Back Way on back oh. yeah. Wow Thank you so much Thank you. We get a personal concert, I, I feel know. like. <laughs> well, we, we have our own radio show, so it's, we're compensating. Right on. <laughs> so you know Ace, right? From Yellow Check TV? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's, He's hosting. Rad. He's hosting. Oh, on the, on the 23rd. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 And uh, his TV show is fantastic and uh i love seeing him he does the he does the comedy day every year too he, he covers it and does all cool stuff on the channel and sweet he lives in the hood right yeah and he used to have a show here um for a long time but then he you know he just gets so busy with everything else it's hard to keep up like a two-hour podcast along with right. you know like being in shows and promoting things and being on tv and so we miss him but uh, glad that he's still out there doing rad stuff like being at Slim's on the 23rd for the Glide Memorial Benefit that you guys that's are a it, part of, it. that everyone needs to go to. And, and the full band will be there, and it's going to be a rocking, incredible night with uh, Chick Jagger and uh, Malice, Cooper. Malice Cooper. And who was the other person you said? And you said, oh, I know Amel her. Amelia Ray. Amelia Ray. How do we know? How has she been here? How do you know Amelia Ray's work? Uh, just because, like, I actually met her through another friend uh, just by coincidence. Oh, all right. Yeah, and being out and about. Well, cool stuff. So she's going to be playing that night, too. And uh, right now we are live in studio with Physical Graffiti, the Led Zeppelin cover band. And what else do you guys have for us? Um, we have a song what? <laughs> about the land we love. Sweet. <laughs> Spent my days with a woman unkind, smoked my stuff and drink all my wine. Made up my mind, I'm making you start Going to California with aching in my heart Someone told me there's a girl out there Loving her eyes and flowers in her hair 
Took my chances on a big jet plane Never let them tell you that's all, all the same Guess it's not Sea was red and the sky was gray. Wonder how tomorrow could ever follow today. The mountains and the canyons begin to tremble and shake. The children of the sun begin to awake. Watch out now. Seems that the wrath of the gods got a punch on the nose and it started to flow. I think I might be sinking. Throw me a line if I reach it in time. I meet you up there with a path run straight and Say she plays guitar and cries and sings La 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 Ride a white mare on the footsteps at dawn Trying to find a woman who's never, never, never been born Standing on a hill, a mountain of dreams Tell myself it's not as hard, hard as it seems Cause it's not Not that hard Pam Benjamin. Hello. <laughs> Physical graffiti. Yeah. You are such a great singer, and oh, you guys you. are so. It is. You are so. It, you yeah. sound like. I feel like I'm listening Led to it on Zeppelin. vinyl right now. Yeah, it's it's yeah. super amazing. Like. Wait till he hears with the gong. With the gong. <laughs> well, with the whole group and the. I mean, I'm sure the the whole thing is just going to be scrum yeah, the, the bass player and the and the uh, drummer are amazing, and and so is yes. so is he. Yeah. And, yeah. He's, he's playing these songs for me, but once he gets to do his solos, it's it's everyone's bowing. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> Shredder, Master Shredder. Uh, so, how much are tickets for the for the for the um, event? Uh, Fifteen in advance and uh, twenty at the door. That's great. Yeah, it's a benefit, so you can pay as much as you'd like. Oh, <laughs> rad. Yeah, <laughs> more than fifteen, possibly. And uh, well, what's your connection with Glide? Just love it uh, you I, did I, you know me from the mission lived here for quite a while right. and so i know what the work they do and right 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 and so i'm complete support of glide memorial and you know when christina told us that they were gonna you know be the benefactor for this gig we totally jumped on board oh right on yeah well i see people i live in that neighborhood so and they feed a lot of people which is really amazing and they have a lot of programs and services so hey give to glide memorial by having a great time on december 23rd at slim's it's a huge venue, so you can fit so many people in there, yes, and it's yes, going to be super awesome. 
uh, a couple of days before Christmas, so give. Yeah, so give. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Damn Chick Jagger Christmas party. You well, you can't miss out on that. And it, especially if you, it's a, hey, it's a great gift. Take someone on a date and bring them to this amazing event and uh, see all the great bands. Do you guys have more music for us? Um, we really haven't prepared another song because oh, okay. there's always oh. so many songs we can do without. Oh, them. exactly, yeah. without the whole group, without. I, <laughs> I I do have a question for you, and um, so out of all the Zeppelin songs, do you guys have any favorites? Oh, um, well, I'll let, I'll let him speak first. So many. I mean, we only have like two mediocre songs. <laughs> I have a lot of albums. <laughs> I love playing What Is and What Should Never Be. And, nice. Uh, Over the Hills is always a good one. People like that. Um, have you guys ever Since I've Been Loving You. Have you ever played, because this is my favorite one, uh, The Battle of Evermore? We have not. That's, not, that's no. got mandolin on it. Yeah. Are yeah. oh, you a soprano? You want to sing it with us? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> well, you could talk Amelia Ray into helping us out. Right? Or maybe uh, Chick Jagger. Hey, there yeah. you go. We'd love to do that song, but right now it needs two vocalists. But it's it's on our our wish list. It's on the wish list. Yeah. I love that. Wow. Song. When how do you? I mean, do you? Has your voice always just been able to hit these amazing notes and and to, right. to belt with such force and power and then like bring it back? Or is this like a super training that you've been putting yourself through with uh, physical graffiti with the band? Did would you did you always have such a great range, or have you just been working on it so hard that it's, you're? It's a, it's a natural range, but I've definitely had to work on it through the years and getting my ear better, my timing better. Um, um, it's it's one of those things that the more you work on, the the better you get. So right. Yeah, and but but doing you know cold. Cold at, at, at 12, 1 o'clock in the day is a little trickier, but I have a little experience in that too. You sound amazing. So yeah, totally. I'm super excited for you guys on the 23rd. Hey, everybody. Are you going to come? You're going to do, do a set yourself? Of, of, of what? Of comedy? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll send an email if they let me. I'm like, captive audience. I, I had an opportunity to perform at Slim's once, and it was so rad because they've got that green room downstairs, and I felt like a real comedian. I'm like, I can't believe there's like, there were beers downstairs, and I was like, okay, I can only have two because I have a problem with a beer buffet. Like, if I see it there, I'm like, I'm going to drink beer. But then it's like, you know, I had to perform and try to keep it professional because I was in this place where everyone was treating me so professionally, and it was just, like, completely, like, out of realms for me. People were like, oh, no, this is the way it's supposed to be. Like, this is the way shows are supposed to go. Like, exactly. there's a, they give you a candy bar before you go on? What? And snacks and a beer? This is amazing. Star Trek. not used they, they to that. You too. They have, there's, they, you can have, you can go there early and have dinner and get a table up, up on the balcony, yeah. the whole show. And it's like, it's very reasonable. I'm, I'm not sure the exact price, but I think it's like it's about 40 bucks. Yeah. 40 yeah. Bucks. yeah, yeah. Dang. Yeah. Slims. Go Slims. Uh, Hey, are there any other, any other things you guys want to promote? Do you have upcoming other things? Is there an LP coming out? Have you guys recorded? Do you have a CD? Is it on Bandcamp? Where can people well, find you? <laughs> We actually recorded. We yeah, we do, we've gone to the studio. We're gonna release some some stuff, like a couple songs at a time, maybe. Um, yes. Mainly check us out on uh, on Facebook, which is it Physical Graffiti Rocks? Is that what it is now? Oh, I'm not sure actually. No, no, it's just I think it's just Physical Graffiti. Search for us there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had I had another question. So when you record, because you're Led Zeppelin cover band. Do you get in trouble for doing covers, or does it become somehow yours and original? Or well, if what? we were to sell the songs without oh. you know, getting permission or, or giving royalties, we can we can get in trouble. But right now, so far, we've we're in the studio at this point, so we'll probably release a song 
a month as soon as they get done with them. Though. Oh, okay. And they'll just about 10 songs. Awesome. And they'll be available, but just for free download and you'll have them and yeah, spread yeah, them around and more promotion. I mean, Led Zeppelin wrote such great songs, so we definitely feel honored to be able to play them. Right. Yeah. So your end game as a band is like just to travel around and play lots of gigs and have a really great time and get paid to do that and like travel are you, do you have any tours planned? Are you thinking like a Northeast or Northwest tour or across the country or what do you? Well, we're revamping our website and uh, creating a whole new booking package with a promo video and all that. So Cool. And we plan to uh, start booking. We do have some gigs booked. I think we have a, a gig in January. Right now we're really focusing on this benefit because oh, we want to raise right, as right, much right. money for Glad Memorial for the homeless before Christmas. So it's the 23rd at Slim's. 23rd at Slim's. I'm sorry, I keep going back to the picks. I'm like really interested because oh, no, you guys no, are no, really great. Yeah. No, I'm like, we, we definitely plan to do more things and, and get bigger. And we, you know, we'd love to come back and, and be here again. And, yeah, and, absolutely. And talk with you more. Yeah. Thank you so much uh, to Physical back. Graffiti. Everybody, please uh, buy your tickets now for the Glide Memorial Holiday Bash with Chick Jagger and Physical Graffiti and malice uh, cooper malice cooper i wanted to say motley something like if there was a motley crew but that would be a crazy <laughs> cover like a hair i guess yeah. they're, they're, they're probably yeah, a hair band kind of malice cooper they well no they wouldn't be like they wouldn't have the hair that was a little bit later <laughs> i keep thinking oh motley i see Cruz he has the eight. crying he has the black crying makeup that's alice yeah, cooper that's alice cooper gotcha, motley gotcha, cruz gotcha. 80s right eight i love the 80s <laughs> uh all right everybody yay for physical graffiti and we're going to be right back here on the Ultacast on mutinyradio.fm <laughs>
that was awesome. That was physical graffiti here in the house. That was perfect today. Yeah, I mean, we're both in like such better moods. Not that we weren't in good moods to start with, but now I feel like... I have a Kool-Aid smile on my face. Yeah. Well, I, they're so, it makes, whenever I hear like really good bands, it makes me feel like, I don't know, I still have that thing where I like put musicians up on pedestals and I'm like, how do they do it? I mean, I'm even crazy about karaoke singers. Like I'm like, when someone's really good at karaoke, I'm like, oh, you know, my heart goes bitter pat a little faster. Right. But uh, when you have a great band and when they're playing live and And especially so it is graffiti. hard to do Zeppelin songs and hit the, 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 oh. the, the voice of Robert Plant and the style of Jimmy Page and, you know, it's not something easy to do in the first place. Right. And it's not just the, I mean, there's so much variation in the way that absolutely, his, and there's so much like improvisation, but then, oh, it's love it. Yeah. Singers. Not everybody can do that, y'all. Not mm-hmm. even in karaoke. And there wasn't even any, I mean, that was real. There was no modulation on any of our stuff. We weren't, I mean, it's no. There is no auto-tune. There is no auto-tune here at <laughs> yeah. Mutiny Radio. Uh, so this is the AltaCast, and I'm Pam Benjamin, and I'm joined by LaToya, the Sheriff oh. of Truth Win. Uh, Pervert Fervor is setting up yeah. for Some Call Me Tim, which is coming up next. We're going to be interviewing French comedian Adrienne Villignon uh, about what she... Well, her name is Adrienne Villignon with an accent aigu on the E, uh, so I think <laughs> that it is, uh, you know, likely that she will be a French person. Um, she is a tiny, tiny person. And she said, oh, we would be the same size. I said, no, <laughs> no, Adrienne Villignon, you are tiny, tiny lady. I, I like the French accent. When I was little, I used to play with my Barbies. I did not speak <laughs> French at all, but I used to make the Barbies talk to each other en français because uh, I knew, you know, one word, and then I would practice my accent, uh, French accent. <laughs> so that is uh, what I do. Uh, and my name, I am not gay. My name is Guy. I am a regular American guy. This is Pam's alter ego. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> so, Latoya, you were out of town for a week. What, what was happening in your life? Um, well, uh, thanks for giving a smallpox day happened. Um, <laughs> and uh, Dirty blankets! Dirty blankets and jive turkeys. <laughs> I, I actually, like, cooked the majority of the spread, so that was nice. And I passed out by drinking two bottles of sparkling rosé by Only 8.30. Only two? See, I had four bottles of wine. <laughs> oh, really? I was so hungover. You outdone me. I was so hungover on Friday. Like, I woke, I first I barfed at 4, 11 in the morning. And I remember because I remember looking at it and I was like, how is there that much food still inside my body? And how is there that much wine inside my body? And I puked up a bunch of wine. And then I woke up in the morning and I, I was like, oh. I couldn't even hold water down until like, four in the afternoon oh i know that feeling and i was sitting there going fuck i gotta go run happy hour and jonathan was like if we just go to benders and you have a beer i swear you'll feel better and i was like you're so right yeah absolutely so in the happy hour i'm like there was the and it was the depressed holiday comedy show and i was like i'm so depressed because i'm still hungover but as i drank more and more i was like i feel great now i'm back to life it was it was a hard holiday though like i like i can't say no to the wine buffet. If there's free alcohol, I'm going to drink it. That's just the way it goes. See, that's kind of what got me in trouble. We had a uh, guest, and he bought like a 1970 Rioja oh and uh, like a 1985 like Cabernet. I was just like, what? This guy's my new best friend. I like um, the wine. And so, of course, I had to partake in that. 
um, in which I kept the bottles just just because they're expensive. I mean, it's nice when you drink to remember the half life yeah, of a memory. That's not every day one. that you get that shit. Absolutely. But yeah, I woke up Friday like like where am I? Oh yeah, I'm here. And then broke my phone. That was oh, awesome. Oh no. You know, so yeah, I, Black Friday. Black Friday, broke right? the phone. It's uh-huh. a good day to get a new phone, I guess. <laughs> oh, I didn't I stayed in. I know I didn't I didn't buy anything. I, I, buy. I bought it's not true. I bought a beer on uh, <laughs> Black Friday, but that's the only thing I bought. That's the only, yeah, I didn't buy anything. I didn't I waited until Saturday. I didn't. I still haven't bought anything. I keep seeing sales, and I, don't know, I just can't. I ordered online. I don't like to be out there right now with people I just shopping. I don't like to buy things. I just like. I'm just weird about that. I'm starting to get kind of like the holiday spirit though, because I've started like kind of decorating the house Ooh. with stupid Christmas trees. Oh. Yeah, but I don't want to go shopping. I don't want to shop for anybody. It's no, too I much pandemonium. And I don't like people out in the malls. They're mean. I just don't even understand the mall, the whole concept behind it. When I, I walked through Westfield not too long ago just to kind of check it out and I'm see. I'm sorry. I know. Well, Fifth Street or whatever. And it's, it literally scared me. I didn't know that there, I didn't understand there could be that many watches in the world. Oh I was like, there are so many watches. Like just walking through there and seeing like, and there's another, I walk by, I walk on market quite a bit and there's these stores, like there's a store, there's a Converse store and it has shoes yeah. and they're, the shoes are part of the whole like setup of the thing. And I'm like, they're not even going to sell those shoes. Those shoes are just a display. Yeah. And I'm like, look how many shoes there are. There's so many shoes. I just, it's hard for me to believe like how much stuff is made. Oh dude. Like I used to work at Bloomingdale's at, oh uh, yeah. Well, you know that. And it's just like, there's like the Rolex store and there was a swatch store. And I'm just like thinking who the hell still wears watches? Right. <laughs> it's a cell phone. I mean, well, it's a, it's a, it's one of those things, America and status symbols and like the weird yeah. things that we acquire because we're supposed to. Like once you get rich enough, you have to have a Rolex, right? Or you have to have a Lexus or you have to have a Mercedes or you have to have a Louis Vuitton backpack or you have to have coach shoes or you have to have Jimmy Choo shoes or you have to have a Vera Wang dress or whatever. It's like there's these sort of status symbols that you acquire. You know where I I go for that shit? Chinatown. (laughs) Get that shit off the truck. Well, I mean, don't pay full price. I don't even, I mean, purses are so out of my realm. I, I use a backpack. I just can't even accessorize. I, it's, you know. I'm such a non, non-American. non I'm just a. I am, I do have, you know, those moments where it's like, oh, it's nice to have this or that. Or like, oh, I have a pair of Gucci shoes. But it's not like, okay, I have to only wear this and only wear that. And, you know. That's why I guess I don't like to go to the mall anymore, especially the one at Westfield where you're at, because everything is high end. And I can't, some of the things that they have there, I can't afford. So I'm not going to shop. And they're unaffordable. And also the quality, I mean, the quality is not always that that great. great. I've had a friend with an $1,800 dress at one of those places on Maiden Lane. And, um, I'm just like, how is this an $1,800 dress? How is this possible? It just sort of looks like a, it was just a sheath. Like even the material it was made out of wasn't like gold woven silk. I just didn't understand like 
how the quality of how it, it was all. It, well it was because it was eighteen hundred dollars because of the name do you know the interesting thing about maiden lane is that that's where the prostitutes used to hang out no shit yeah absolutely oh man back in the 1800s when uh we were a gold rush town yay physical hey. graffiti yay Bye, thank you thank you so much for coming we'll see you on the 23rd hooray absolutely uh, so back in the like, 1840s, 50s, when San Francisco was just starting to become, like, it went from the Yerba Buena, like, there was a little camp, and then they filled it. It just became this huge, booming gold rush town, and it ha- everything was happening, building banks and all stuff. Union Square was there, and there were all these churches on Union Square. But a block away was Maiden Lane, and it was so close. And so women would be walking to church, and whenever they would walk down... Maiden Lane, the whores would scream at them and yell things like, why are you giving it away for free, girl? And stuff like that. Like, And it was like, you know, 10 cents to see a boob, 20 cents to touch them, and then like 25 cents you could go inside their little shanty shack. And it's just so funny. And it wasn't called Maiden Lane back then. It was really? called, God, it was a weird name. But it wasn't... Because it, that's a perfect name I know, for right? horse street. For the horse street. And it just was so funny to me that that street is so close to Union Square where all the families would come and there would be churches and some of even the church that's in Chinatown on Grant Street or whatever and it was right across from a bunch of saloons and they would have signs that say like you know don't go a whore and come to church and be a good person and uh and, but it was th- this town was crazy it, the history here is really neat and that the Barbary Coast where the where the actual like all of the financial district is built on the ships that they basically sunk and overturned because they just got abandoned. People were so excited to get here that they got into the harbor and then they just abandoned ships. Just left it. And they just left it. And then they all went and bought their pickaxes and their Levi's and they went up north or whatever. But all of those abandoned ships, one of them became um, like a bar. And, uh, and then there's the old ship saloon that's different, which is built, they say, on top of the... It's so funny how things have not changed here because a lot of people still leave shit and abandon it. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. like abandoned shit, abandoned, <laughs> abandoned mattress, right. abandoned couch. Well, at, you know, and DPW is great about that, but I, I mean, we we throw a lot of stuff on the street. Oh God, yeah. I would never throw a mattress on the street, though. <laughs> I, I that would not. I wouldn't. That's it's too tacky bad. as hell. Well, I've been taking clothing that has been like. Um, it's fine clothing, but it might have a rip and I just don't want any more jackets and stuff. And I put them on this ledge like downstairs from my apartment and people take it. And I don't mean it's not like huge bags of junk. It's like, eh, here's a, you want to you, you want know this old hoodie? Take it. Well, I hope so. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not dead yet, but it might have some holes. I'm just done with it, you know? Right. Like, right. I don't want to sew up a hoodie. How many times do I have to sew up a fucking hoodie? Oh, no. No. But I mean, I've, I'm always fascinated by like history of cities and what have you. And like, still like hearing that like about Megan Lane is really pretty cool especially the fact that it seemed like it was cooler than it is now (laughs) haha yeah now it's just Richie Pants 4020 Uh, so there's this one street that has waviness in it and that was it demarcates the actual coastline of what was and there's like four buildings that are next to each other and they originally were backed up to the water and now they're like in the middle of the financial district it's just funny how we filled in so much of the coastline here in san francisco and we just built on it homemade and even treasure island and when when the earthquake happens because it's not an it's not an if, it's just a when. It's going to happen. I mean, it's going to, there's something called liquefaction where 
it's just gonna like Treasure Island is just gonna sink into the muck. Yeah, because it's all it's nothing but like uh, it's garbage, garbage, it's right? Yeah. Wasteland, literally. Right. Unfortunately. I mean, and like the financial district, like I said, it's built on the husks of old ships. And isn't also the marina as well? The marina is also um, landfill. And <laughs> I know, won't that be amazing? These million-dollar homes. The things on the hill will be fine, I think. Just, so, <laughs> just all the bros wash away. Yeah, wait, all the. Uh, all the bye. bye. No, but I mean, I, I, I guess like the appreciation of like hearing things about this city, it makes me grow a little fond about it. As much as I do hate on this city, there's also the substance of like the history factor, especially like. You know, it's still slightly a newer city compared to like places in the East Coast or what sure. have you. Sure. Well, a lot of stuff is 1906 and beyond. One of the only standing buildings downtown is the Ellis Building, which um, you can see it in like the 1906 pictures. But it's still there. It has that red round top, and it was it's like 14 or 16 stories tall, and it was one of the tallest buildings at the time, and it survived the earthquake, and it still exists today, which is why that street is also called Ellis. Um, but it's a great it's a great building and the flood building was actually built after the great quake and that oh. is at uh fifth it's right by the trolley turnaround trolley, yeah. and it's an amazing building and that guy flood made all of his money um during the gold rush because he, he they actually found the silver comstock load and they just started making just tons like billions of dollars even back then which was insane and so and they still the 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 uh, the family keeps up keeps the building and it's really neat on the inside because there's really beautiful accoutrement and all this really great like granite and, and like these beautiful stones that are like these Italian marble facings and upstairs it looks like an old Dashiell Hammett novel and Dashiell Hammett actually had an office up there when he was writing the Maltese Falcon and uh, I guess he was a PI for a while so he had, oh, wow. anyways I, I've been studying up on the Barbary Coast and the history I will, here I will say in today's modern age of San Francisco there is a place that I do really appreciate I mean of course historically like what you were just talking about like the maiden lane thing i do appreciate columbus street columbus street the reason why because they still have titty bars from the 60s right absolutely (laughs) with the same signs yeah the condor baby yeah keeping it together that does not exist in new york anymore it doesn't exist in chicago anymore it doesn't exist in LA anymore. The fact that you have something that's even 50 years old is not that old, right. but for something in that kind of realm, it's pretty fucking cool that it's still there. As much as San Francisco is changing, I like the fact that that strip right there is still the same. It's still the same. And one of the <laughs> one of the oldest bars in San Francisco is there as well. The, yeah. the saloon. The saloon. That's there, and it's great because if you look at the street, there's a little copper tube that comes out of the sidewalk, and that is the original piss trough thing that went out into the street. So when men were drinking in the bar, they had a trough that they could just whip their dick out and pee into, and it would go out to the street, which, I mean, <laughs> they were hardcore oh, they back were, then. Yeah. I mean, they didn't drink water. It was whiskey. It was whiskey, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so hardcore. Yeah. I, I mean, I love those old-timey days, hence why I love watching Westworld right now. It's great. <laughs> I love that show. And you love Little House on the Prairie. And I've always loved Little House on the Prairie. Absolutely. 
Big, big fan. Uh, another fan of, I'm a, I'm a fan of Asiento. They have agreed to Ooh. be an, an, a second annual supporter Yay. of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. So they're going to be doing happy hours for us before and after the festival and during so that people can go over there and get special happy hour prices every day at Asiento, the 1st through the 5th of March. And we're going to have an after party there with yummy snacks and uh, some drinks for all the comedians, which will be really fun. So we'll probably do an opening night party there. But everything's sort of coming together here. Um, for the festival again, and I'm I'm you excited. Feel a little bit better. I feel a little better. I don't have as many. I'll be honest. I don't have as many submissions as we had last year. But I think it's because I didn't open it up to everybody. And I really expected more San Francisco people to be super into it. And I just, you know, we'll see what happens. We're last minute people. I guess, and people keep saying that, like, oh, it's like I'm going to do something last minute, blah, blah, blah. But, hey, I think it's, but there's a lot of people who just aren't going to apply because I don't think that they see Mutiny Radio as the gem and amazing, you know, contribution to the comedy community that it is. And it's going to be 25 shows in five days in the same place where I'm dealing with all the ticket sales and the promotion. Like, why wouldn't you want to be a part of that? Right. Uh, and we're going to do crazy promotion this year with uh, Simple SF going to be advertising on the muni buses and uh not that they're going to know about it but (laughs) it's clear i found out that clear channel does it so screw clear channel who what exactly and we're gonna um i'm gonna put them up in empty spaces on trains (laughs) it's gonna be awesome yeah it's gonna be super gorilla we're gonna get tons of people out here uh for the second annual mutiny radio comedy festival 2017 i can't believe it's 2017 Uh, i get older Time gets quicker. Yeah, it's really scary stuff. Yeah, it's very Time. scary. Like, entering the new year. Like, I'm ready for this year to end, but I don't know how I feel about 2017. I just, I'm so scared it's about the whole... question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Right. You know, going on the fact of, like, you know, what has happened recently since yeah. November 8th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Orange face and all that fun stuff, but, yeah. you know... Kanye 2020, we can 20. <laughs> We can look forward. That nigga lost his mind. What about um, <laughs> Beyonce 2020? Everyone loves Beyonce. I just saw a thing with her, and I was like, saw it on the TV, and she is a sparkle diamond goddess. I'm like, girl, you do. I'll follow you anywhere. I, I guess if we're going to now bring in, like, pop cultural figures. Harrison politics, Ford for president. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, someone who's went to college. I don't know. Definitely not Kanye. That nigga lost his mind. <laughs> again, I say I'll say it again. That what about gone. Drake? Oh no, he's Canadian. Who? What? Nah. Isn't Drake Canadian? Yeah, he is Canadian. Yeah, he's he's he's, Cana- he's from Canada. Lord, he's Lord. Lord, 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 twenty twenty. She's she's not even no, American. She's uh, New- from New Zealand, right? <laughs> well, in that case, I say Bjork twenty twenty. Ah, oh, Bjork. Oh, there you go. If, there she goes. If I was if I was to, we should have. The Bjork, she would be great. I talk to myself in the third person, you know. That Bjork would be so good as the pre- president because, you know, she speaks 12 languages and every time she goes to another country to sing, she sings in their language. So she speaks French to the French and she Iceland to the Icelandic. She is Bjork. I love her. And she will beat your ass. Because she's Bjork, done it before. She will, she will do lots of things. You know, she is really a poet if you don't know on the inside. I love, I love Bjork. It's like one of the only accents I could do. That and the, the, the I wish that my French accent sounded more like 
like Celine Dion. You know, uh, Celine Dion's special, uh, she was born with a really special gift. Uh, and what she can do is her nose is so big that she can actually uh, she can actually put tampons into her own vagina with her nose. She just leans what? down and she can... No, I'm making this oh, up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp. She, uses, she uses her own nose oh. to put in her, in her tampons. It's that long. I almost it's, believe that. <laughs> Sucker. Wow. Yeah. It actually has its own functioning room. Right. Exa- yeah, absolutely. She comes with she comes with an extra special deck. Hey. Uh, yeah, so coming up on Some Call Me Tim with Timothy Pizza. Are you back on the Facebook again? I tried to tag you and it worked. Are you um, still? I had to uh, reignite my Facebook so that I could use Tinder. Um, Uh-oh. But that's the only reason uh, I haven't logged in. Sometimes I will... Tell us a good Wait, Tinder story, yeah, Timothy. You're back Tell on, us you're a good on the Tinder. Tinder Come on, swipe me in. Uh, Tell us God, a good I have so story. many. Um, <laughs> fuck. What do, you, what do you guys want? You guys want, you guys want weird? You guys weird. want gross? You guys weird want, and gross. Weird and gross. Yes. Yeah, this is a two-part. Yes. Two-part Tinder story. Story Tinder time. Okay, so um, I, I think Pam's heard this story before. Um, so let's see here. I had. Uh, I had to schedule a doctor's appointment for man stuff. Um, and that was scheduled for early in the morning. And the night before, I got a match on Tinder. Some girl named Karen, blonde chick, kind of hippy-dippy. Um, cute enough. Uh, <laughs> so I roll over to this bar in Berkeley, and I meet up with her. And... Uh, 10 minutes into the conversation she's like uh let's go back to your place it only took 10 10 minutes so um and then she goes uh i'm not gonna sleep with you but i'll make it worth your while (laughs) oh okay so i'm like okay um so we get back to her place and like i turn on rick and morty start making out um and then she's like do you have any sharpies and i'm like yeah i got sharpies and she's like, do you want to draw on me? I'm like, sure. So she takes off all her clothes and has me start drawing all over her. I'm like, this is fucking cool. Um, <laughs> so uh, then she uh, goes, can I draw on you? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I'm like, just don't do anything like in my face or anything, you know? I'm like, uh, um, not in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not, not in the hair. <laughs> uh, so, um, so she draws all over me. Uh, we don't have sex, which she does make it worth my while. Um, <laughs> And then, uh, you know, she cuts out, um, and, uh, you know, the next morning I go to the doctor and, uh, you know, they got to check the prostate or whatever. Got to cough and stuff. Yeah. So I can, you will know it's like a full scope thing. Like, uh, they got, had like a thing in my butt and they were like looking around in there. It was awful. And there's these like two young ladies and this one old female doctor and (laughs) they're all kind of smirking and like wondering, like, like, I'm like, okay, this is weird. And I like, maybe I'm like, maybe I'm just being a pussy or something. Like I I don't get it. They're just making fun of me. And it's like, I can't ask for, you know, Viking or something because I'm like these of all women have like gone through childbirth and here I am bitching about that metal thing in my butt so I'm like whatever and then I leave the room and I hear him just laughing hysterically I'm like okay whatever and then I go home and I take a shower I get out of the shower and there's just like uh, an oak tree and stars drawn all over my ass and sharpie <laughs> um, and then I get a, uh, and then I get a phone call 
from or a text message from an ex Tinder date that moved away to Texas. Uh, we used to hook up a lot, and she's like, "Hey, uh, I'm back in town. Uh, do you want to hang out? I'm a massage therapist now. They'll give each other massages, get drunk." And I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> so she comes over, and uh, you know, cut to like. I, she's like shirtless and I'm like sitting on her butt giving her a back rub <laughs> you know I'm like in my pajama pants and then all of a sudden it feels like I'm sitting in something wet and I'm like and I'm like oh fuck so I'm like uh, I'm gonna go turn off the lights real quick and I get up and it just looks like a fucking murder scene because they must have done something when they were checking my shit at the doctor Your butt? yeah so I bled out my butthole all over this girl. Oh my god! Ah! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. You and, got your period butthole. Yeah, and so I wow. thought about like I was. This is. It's so gnarly. There was like there was like a solid thirty seconds where I was like on my way to the kitchen to stab my inner thigh with a steak knife. <laughs> but oh. I was like, but I was like, there's an artery in there somewhere, and I don't know where it is. Um, oh my god. Yeah. How did you get out of this? I just told her the truth. And she, you she was talk a to fucking cunt about oh. it. Um, <laughs> she like didn't even ask if I was okay. She oh. like immediately thought that like she had an AIDS. STD. Yeah, she really um, thought she had AIDS. And uh, she, Everyone yeah. Everyone has AIDS. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. 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 Um, and then she wouldn't fucking leave. And like it was Wait, the most this, awkward thing this ever. This is your crib, right? Yeah. And then I figured out the only reason she wanted to be there in the first place is that the place she was staying had no heat and her bed wasn't there yet. Oh! Oh, that's the worst! That happened to me once. This guy, I thought he really liked me. He was a bike messenger douche guy and he like was started kind of living with me and he was there every morning for like two weeks. And then things got a little weird and it was like he didn't really like me. And I was like... Are you, do you, are, do you not, what are you here for? And then I found out at the bar that they're like, you didn't know Maddie was homeless? And I was Aww. like, I thought he liked me. And, Had an and I was like, get the fuck out of my house. Motherfucker. I know. There was no bloody butthole though. No, it? no, just, I just, he didn't, he wanted, he needed a place to live in. So he pretended that he liked me for, he prostituted okay. himself. He prostituted, he prostituted himself. himself. If a guy, if a guy butt bled all over you, would you at least ask him if he was, uh, I would say ask, uh, um, my, I would ask him if, if, especially if he's giving me a back rub. That is so sweet. Hey, you're rubbing me. And then I'm sorry about the blood. You just take a shower. I mean, I'd be a little bit grossed freak, out. Yeah, I would freak but, out. But I mean, I'm, like, I'm not going to. I mean, I was like, I went to the doctor. They crammed a thing up my butt and then. And, you know, so they yeah. scraped something. They scraped a hemorrhoid and oh, then started yeah. bleeding or something. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, Dude, I, I mean, she, so wait a minute. So she was she, freaked out. She thought that have. I was going to, like, give her AIDS. She felt like she immediately had AIDS. Um, <laughs> Does she have scars? I mean, cuts, open cuts on her back? Jesus. No, she's just, just dumb. Um, Obviously. But uh, I felt kind of bad. She moved back to Texas the next day. Oh, you never have to see her again. That's the best. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. See, you I could turn that blood into blood sausage <laughs> and you could feed a vegan. See, I thought having a my, your period on a person's dick was gross and like a horror scene, but I think you take the cake, yeah. brother. 
Um, and that was all you're being responsible by going to the doctor. Going, being yeah. responsible, yeah. checking out Oak the butt trees stuff. and all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this has been a weird ending to the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'd like to thank Timothy Pizza for coming in at the last minute yes. to freak thank our you. shit out. <laughs> thank you. And uh, also, Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, is always a pleasure and a, <sighs> and a, you, and a great time. Thanks today to Physical Graffiti. Go to their show on awesome. the 23rd of... Uh, December at Slim's. Tickets are 15 now or 20 at the door. It's all a benefit for Glide Memorial. Also, Chick Jagger going to be there and Snotly Crew. <laughs> Mal- Malice Cooper. Malice Cooper. I don't know hey, why it's you in wanna my head. You want to start a cover band called Snotly Crew. You I want to start Crew. a cover band called Snotly Crew. It's absolutely yeah. true. It's It'll there. be like chipmunk covers. We'll just speed us up. I'm trying to think like 80s. <laughs> names what goes around, comes around. What the hell you at? Round and round. What goes around, comes around. I, I tell you why. I tell you why. Is that rat? Is that That's a rat. That's rat. Shit? It's a rat cover band. With, oh my God, if it was a rat cover band and it was done by chipmunks. Oh, 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 oh that's so funny. <laughs> it's all like to the really fast beat. Round and round. I can't sing like a chipmunk. It can happen. All right. uh, We'll be back next week with the AltaCast. And then that week after that, I'm actually out of town. uh, But you guys can do stuff if you want or whatever. Uh, Thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. Bye. And what's better than the universe? (laughs) It's a cash cock, honey. Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission High vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds.
Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, 